0: On today's episode of the Blue Bloods, uh, we're getting so close to bowl season that I can literally taste it. Uh, it starts tomorrow, and I'm already itching up for it. So on this episode, we've got Pick Six storyline of the day. What a beautiful segment of the day, not even the week anymore. Uh, and we wrap it all up with first team all decade. That's right, three segments, but I think we can make it happen. Uh, yet another big episode uh, of this show from the power duo that is the Blue Bloods. So let's go ahead and get it started. today's pick six uh we have mitsubishi motors (laughs) las vegas bowl uh don't know why mitsubishi had to sponsor it but you know i appreciate it um and you know what this is a bold destination i can get behind uh we've got number 19 boise state at washington and washington's a three and a half point favorite the only seven and five team that could be a three and a half point favorite over like what are they they're they're
1: 12 and uh, one
0: 12 and one yeah because they won their conference wow
1: Wow, man, this this game. You know, shout out to the Las Vegas Bowl. This is one of the more watchable bowls of you know bowl season. I mean, this game is going to be amazing, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, I agree. uh, You know, there's a storyline hanging around it. I know we're all we all know it. We're all going to be paying attention to it. The last stand for Chris Peterson. This will be his last game coaching. And how fitting is it, Brandon, that it bec- it comes against his former team where he made his name?
0: I think it's better that it's uh, I think it's better that it's in Las Vegas, so he can just go celebrate afterward.
1: That's what I'm saying. So the thing to watch here, I know it's a seven and five team versus a twelve and one team. This will be the most motivated seven and five team in the country oh, yeah. to send Chris Peterson out on a high note over Boise State oh, son, this is about to be – this team is about to come out here and try to play flawlessly. I'm talking about coming out swinging, uh, and that's why I have Washington in this
0: game. Well, that's not the only reason. I also have Washington because, yeah, Boise State's 12-1. and one. I think that they've benefited greatly from being in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, I mean, Washington's playing in the Pac-12. Not that that's, like, super, super strong compared to the other uh, Power 5 conferences, but it's still better than the Mountain West, I would say. Uh, but 12-1 is nothing to laugh at. Uh, I still think – I think Washington's a good team. I think they've been the victim of a couple of losses that maybe they should have squeaked by and they just didn't.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, 100% agree. Um, I think the matchup to watch is Jacob Easton against uh, Jalen Henderson, which is who is now the quarterback for Boise State. Um,
0: rest in peace, Hank Bachmeier. He's not dead. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just in case you guys didn't watch he was like in case we have some listeners that don't follow us closely, please don't reach out. But um I mean Henderson's played great in his time as a starter. Uh he has over a thousand yards, eleven touchdowns, only two interceptions, which is very rare for a backup. Then you have Jacob Eason, who's almost at the three thousand yard mark. Um, you know, also played pretty well. Um no, it's going to come down, can the Washington def- defense replicate their amazing performance against Washington State? Uh, they're going to have to put pressure on Henderson, and they're going to have to be aggressive but disciplined. No penalties, don't allow any explosive plays. Um, but I also have Washington in this game. Uh, I don't see how Chris Peterson is going to go out on a loss. Uh, I would say he's a top five to ten coach. And since, it, it, since 2000, uh, the, the fact that any, everywhere he's been, he's won is impressive. And he turned Boise State into what they are today. So uh, I, I got mad respect for him. And I think uh, Washington is going to send them out right.
0: Not only did he turn Boise State into what it is today, but he brought Washington to the college football playoff, which, come on. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. Um,
1: that's pretty impressive.
0: Now, one of the things that I want to talk about, yeah, we can talk about the game all we want, or we can talk about the fact that it's in Vegas. I can't let go of that. Um, and what I'm rooting for more than anything, more than anything out of the actual game, is that we get a storyline after the game that a player has been busted for betting on the game. How good would that be? That would be insane, right? Better yet, let's get a coach. Let's get a coach. Let's get, uh, <laughs> let's get, let's get Peterson uh, betting against his own team. I want that.
1: Good lord, you went dark there. I want to watch um, the world burn.
0: <laughs> all I'm saying, I, I mean, all I'm saying is that there's a lot of stuff to get into in Vegas, right? I wouldn't behave myself.
1: Well, you can't behave yourself in normal places, let alone Vegas. Um, I've retired from gambling, though, or at least I so. <laughs> yeah you 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 would you would hope, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of I've
0: retired from gambling the same way that like smokers quit smoking, so. That's it's it's not looking, you know. <laughs> shout out, shout out, smokers.
1: <laughs> oh God! But guys, this is a primetime game, six thirty on ABC. I think this is going to be one of the best early bowl games of the season. So definitely check it out. But Jacob Eason, I'm I'm waiting. We're both waiting. The country's waiting. Everyone has been defending you. It's your, it's your time to do something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you have to. I mean, I, I know I had maybe the dumbest take of all time when I said he was a better quarterback than – uh, well, who was it, Justin Herbert? Yep. Yeah, that was stupid.
1: Um, the, the the guy who last episode we talked about being drafted in the top ten?
0: <laughs> Funny. Uh, yeah, that guy. So, Jacob Eason needs to step it up. Um, I mean, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think that he – was a little bit overrated uh, when he went to Washington. I mean, there's a reason that he got benched at Georgia, I think.
1: Yeah, very, very true. I mean, look, I don't know, though. Jake Fromm, though, man, he has not been as impressive. But, you know, with Justin Fields coming in, I think Georgia regrets that a a million percent. they have to. They have to. And I think Washington would take Justin Fields in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we both have Washington this one. Um, and same strategy that I had last episode. I'm going to go with Boise State covering. I think it's a field goal game just because.
1: I, I think Washington beats them. But I, I think they cover. I think they beat them by 7-14. Oh, yeah,
0: real bold. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next matchup. We've got the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Uh, that's number 20, uh, Appalachian State playing UAB, and <laughs> what a matchup this is because App State's a 16.5-point favorite right now. Love it. And you know what's crazy? I think App State wins, and I think they cover. That's crazy. I do, too.
1: Yeah, I so. do, too. Um, this game has major blowout potential. Uh, you know, I think Appalachian State has an argument as the best group of five team out there. And, okay. uh, well, I said debate. Uh, they have an argument. Okay. I didn't say they were. God, pump your brakes, Brandon. Um, I, I don't know how and, to do that. <laughs> and UAB has not played well against good teams. Uh, they have a 37-2 loss to Southern Miss <laughs> and a 49-6 to loss to Florida Atlantic in the conference championship game. And I think Appalachian State is better than both of those teams.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: And I just – I mean, I would say Appalachian State will have the advantage at every position on the field. I think between Zach Thomas – who's the quarterback over 2500 yards only one loss as a starter impressive. uh he's pretty impressive. yeah he's a playmaker he's a true leader and then you got Darrington Evans the running back over 1300 yards and 17 touchdowns I mean this offense has the one-two punch they can run on you they can pass on you uh, I don't see how UAV stops Appalachian State
0: yeah <clears throat> I-, I see what you're saying um now, one thing I will say, and this isn't even regarding the matchup. I need to start talking about the actual matchup. Anyway, um, I, th- speaking of temptation, like I kind of did in the uh, Las Vegas Bowl last time, uh, this bowl game's in New Orleans, and you've got to love that. Uh, but this is a meeting between the fun belt, the sun belt, uh, and the Conference USA being played in New Orleans, and there's absolutely nothing that's going to go to plan on this trip. Uh, like there's no chance this game I mean this game's scheduled for eight PM on Saturday, but don't be surprised if this game starts somewhere around two PM on Sunday, is all I'm saying. <laughs> like things are gonna get mixed up.
1: Ah uh, uh, probably. Um you know uh in you know the UAP quarterback is Brandon's, you know he has Brandon's favorite recipe. Oh yeah. Fifteen touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. It's James stat. Loves it. Brandon love loves it. when you <laughs> we don't guy. have a um you know this Tyler Johnson the third potential absolute potential he's only a sophomore but too careless with the ball man come on what are you doing <laughs> come on um and that is definitely not the formula to beat this Appalachia State team they will make you pay yeah I South Carolina
0: I, usually in these segments we like to talk about you know what it would take for one team to beat another team. There's, I, I don't think there's any advice we give UAB right now.
1: No. They, they, I, well,
0: I, no, I have, I have advice actually. Um, maybe hit up like the New Orleans Mafia and like get a couple knees broken. Then we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't see a way. I mean, I always like to think both sides. Like, how would UAB win this game? I don't know.
0: They won't. They won't. And and App State might. Like actually murder UAB, like the whole school. Uh, I honestly think this is going to be so bad that UAB's football program might have to fold again.
1: Mm. Yeah, so I'm not going to argue bad, with that. I, I think this game almost has no watchability unless you like watching blowouts. Then, fr- by all means, if you're into that, go thing,
0: You're into watching violence. Like, like yeah, yeah,
1: you heathens,
0: degenerates. <laughs>
1: Uh, I I just think this is one of the worst bowl matchups of the season, honestly.
0: Right. I agree with you. All right, let's go and move on to our next matchup. Uh, We have the bad boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. I don't know what any of those words are, but we've got UCF playing Marshall. Uh, Yet another 17-point spread. UCF's the favorite here. I have UCF winning, but I don't think they cover this. 17 points, that's a lot of points. Especially yeah. with this UCF team that's kind of struggled this year, and Marshall hasn't been a bad team.
1: Holy crap! Sorry. Okay, sorry. I know you. I know we were trying to move to talk from the matchups. I'm on BadBoyMowers.com right now. <laughs> okay, uh, dog. They have they literally so the cheapest lawnmower I could find on oh, this website is, is, is three thousand dollars. Is it like it's got to be a riding mower? Huh? It is, dude. Okay. They have one for fourteen thousand dollars. It's called the Renegade the, uh, the Renegade. the <laughs> Renegade Diesel. That's an actual. The,
0: that's an actual car.
1: Oh, that is so wild. <laughs> No wonder they can sponsor bowl games, bro. They're just like, screw it. We had one person buy a llama this year. <laughs> Give me a spot on the Gasparilla Bowl. The Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, what, ga- what is Gasparilla?
0: Can someone tell I think me? it's – is it a flower? <laughs> Maybe. Where, where, this
1: bowl game, what is it? It's in Tampa? Yeah, it's in Tampa. Oh, so this on. is basically Time a home out. game. Time out. Okay, do you want to know what Gasparilla is? Oh, uh, yeah, actually. Please. Okay. It comes from the name of the legendary pirate jo- Jose <laughs> Gaspar, who <laughs> who terrorized the coastal waters of Florida during oh, the so, 18th.
0: So they want to name it after that after that terrorist
1: <laughs> dog. They have the Gasparilla Pirate Festival every year in Tampa.
0: No, no, that's canceled. Actually,
1: dude, that- they, they said he's a mythical Spanish pirate. Um wait, mythical? I don't know if he's real or not.
0: Oh uh oh. Well, this is my new favorite bowl game. I'm gonna go Bro,
1: say- I say we go to this Gasparilla thing because it looks lit.
0: <laughs> it's two days before Christmas. I'm in, you know.
1: Dog, no, the Gasparilla Pirate Festival is oh, from the Oh the festival. A- yeah, it's from eight AM to eight PM on Saturday, January twenty fifth.
0: Oh, dude, that is the senior bowl. Listen, I'm in. You know that'll be a <laughs> we'll live stream the, the, the pirate <laughs> festival.
1: <laughs> anyway, guys, sorry I got way off track. We had to know about that, but you know, I, I've you know, Marshall had an eleven point loss to Charlotte, not great. And then you have this UCF offense that is averaging five hundred and thirty six yards per game and over forty three points per game, and Marshall's allowing over It's allowing, what, 362 yards per game? Not a great look.
0: No, and I don't – yeah, like I said, I don't think there's any way Marshall wins this game, but I think it's like a two-touchdown game. I don't think UCF just blows them out.
1: I think UCF blows them out. I think this is another high blowout potential game. And I think UCF is pissed. After the year they had, they're going to come in and look to take someone's head off.
0: All right. I mean, I, I can in see the spirit
1: that. of Gasparilla, they will take <laughs> someone's head off in they're this playing, game.
0: They're playing for Gasparilla. I mean, that's not to mention, not, you know. I think Marshall Marshall's the home team somehow, but this, I mean, they're playing in Tampa. Uh, UCF's in Orlando. For anyone who doesn't know, that's like forty-five minutes away. This is basically a home game for yeah. UCF, so they're going to have a lot of their home crowd there. Um, I think I think there's a lot of UCF fans in Tampa too, so.
1: Okay, so uh, this is on the 23rd. This is on a Monday at 1.30. Perfect. Wow.
0: You know what? I'm just going to say it, Zach. You brought that up. I'm going to say it. Uh, this is another hot take. I understand most people won't agree with me, but I have to say what I have to say. Um, it's what I do. Weekday bowl games, um, the week of Christmas, are a million times better than Thanksgiving football. And I'll die a,
1: a, a thousand percent. I'll die on that hill. Uh, a I've never looked. I've
0: never looked forward to something as much as I'm looking forward to the Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> Dude, I'm watching it. I'm telling you,
1: I need it. I'm. I'm gonna wear an eye patch while I watch it now.
0: Oh, I'm gonna get a hook and a and a parrot,
1: a peg leg. Uh, oh God! But if there is one bright spot for Marshall, it's Brendan Knox, the running back over 1,200 yards. He's gonna have to have just an NCAA football game here. I mean, you're going to have to put it on rookie mode and just go off because Isaiah green is not the best quarterback in the country and he's going to need some help. So if, if UCF shuts knocks down this game, it's going to get wildly out of hand.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, uh, one good thing for Marshall, though, is that I, I think that they do have a quarterback that is capable of passing for, I mean, however many yards he wants to, honestly. Uh, he's pretty good. I don't think Marshall's really used to that. Uh, but I think they're going to have a hard time uh, stopping Dylan Gabriel in this game. I mean, 3,400 yards passing on on the year so far He's a true freshman, too. This kid. We don't talk about him enough.
1: No, definitely not. Uh I think UCF's in great hands moving forward. I just this year there were so many good teams in that con, in the AAC that, uh, that they did what they could, but uh, I just I think they'll be back. Do not count UCF out moving forward. Uh, you know, nine and three isn't a down year. I mean, they can, they have a chance to get to ten wins. I mean, that's still pretty impressive. Dude,
0: think about them. Well, it was like four years ago they went zero and twelve. Yeah. And now, I mean, nine and three, and everyone's like, "Oh, UCF's done for." Well, UCF's still pretty good. <laughs> like they're just—I mean, Memphis and SMU had incredible years in the
2: yeah.
0: and Cincinnati had an incredible year. So, I mean, just because UCF has these three losses on the year doesn't mean they're a bad team. Um, I mean, this is probably the bowl they should be in. I'm not going to argue that they should be in a better bowl. I mean, they did lose to Tulsa this year, uh, but uh, playing Marshall—that's, I mean. It's not going to be a good matchup though. I, I think this UCF team just way outpowers this Marshall team.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't see a way that Marshall takes this game.
0: Right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next matchup. We have the, uh, what is it, Sophie or SoFi? It's the Hawaii Bowl. Um and Hawaii's not the home team, but they're literally playing at their home stadium. So nothing makes sense
1: in Again, this is so unfair that Hawaii gets to go to the Hawaii Bowl. <laughs>
0: at a Aloha why do they Stadium. Get, a Aloha well, Stadium, best name for a stadium in the world.
1: Facts. But why do they get home field advantage? And why don't two teams that would deserve the Hawaii experience not get to go? <laughs> That's what and, I'm saying. And, and on top of that, I'm sure Hawaii would like to experience somewhere else. Once again,
0: and this goes back to the
1: Bahamas Bowl, Why do
0: these teams also – how did Hawaii go 9-5 and this year? We're not talking about
1: that. I'm just saying, how do they have – how is this their 15th game?
0: Well, ask Army because they're like – they're kind of in the same boat. Um, Well, Army doesn't have a bowl game. I don't know. Hawaii, nothing makes sense there. Like, time doesn't exist. But why do these teams get to go to the Hawaii Bowl? Like, Hawaii definitely shouldn't be there. BYU went 7-5. Like, give another team the opportunity. Like, a better team.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. I feel, like
0: that's a, I feel like that's a reward to go to Hawaii for free.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the quarterback I, – I know this is just repetitive, but, like, dang, like, some of these teams do have really good quarterbacks. Like, Cole McDonald for Hawaii has almost 4,000 yards passing.
0: Yeah, which isn't ins- – I mean, he. I guess he has 14 games to do that, but, uh, yeah. That's still a yards. lot of yards. No, that's a ton of
1: yards. That's still a lot of yards. And then you got Zach Wilson, who was hurt most of the year. The still Mormon put Manziel. up over 2,000 yards. The so, what? So the
0: Mormon Manziel.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, He needs to have a USC game-type performance again in this game. Uh, played out of his mind against USC. He's got to come out and play like that. And Colt McDonald has to limit the turnovers. 14 interceptions is unacceptable. And he has to make big plays downfield and stretch the field. And whichever quarterback makes enough plays will win this game. And I think that is Zach Wilson. And I have BYU upsetting Hawaii on the island.
0: Yeah, I, I also have. Well, I take it back. I have Hawaii. I've got Hawaii. It's on the island. I don't know why. It's on the island. That's that's, that's my only. Uh, I guess that's my only reasoning. They can't lose on the island. They beat BYU already this year. I think, right?
1: No, they didn't. Uh, play.
0: BYU beat them. No, they, I thought. Okay, never mind. Anyway. Um, Dang. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Someone played BYU. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Hawaii. You can't lose on the island. You can't do that to me again. I already picked you on the island, um, and you lost. I can't remember who that was, but I picked you. You lost. Don't do it to me
1: again. Yeah. I know
0: we don't do dead to me anymore, but we might bring it back.
1: No kidding. I mean, th- th- there's really – this is such a interesting matchup because Hawaii's defense is horrible. Oh, they don't exist. Giving up 31 points a game, Zach Wilson is going to eat this game, which is why I'm picking them. And Cole McDonald has a problem – with turnovers, and we saw what this BYU team did to Keaton Slovis, who you are very, very high on. Love Keaton Slovis. um, Made him look like the true freshman he is. Yeah, fair enough. And so I I just don't think this is a good matchup for Hawaii. I think BYU is very disciplined, and they're going to play a heck of a game. They're going to want to knock off Hawaii. They're probably pissed that they get a home game too. So I think BYU comes in here and makes a statement. BYU's use
0: a point-and-a-half favorite, which, nuts. I don't even know why you have a spread at that point. One-and-a-half points.
1: Um, almost like just, just make it a push game. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, just
0: make it even. Um, that makes it fun for everybody. Uh, anyway, so let's go ahead and move on to our next matchup. Um, we have what, – what are we – oh, Louisiana Tech um, playing Miami, which Louisiana, this is basically home game for Louisiana Tech too. Uh, they're in Ruston, yeah. Louisiana. This one's in Shreveport in the Independence Bowl. Uh, the walk-ons Independence Bowl. Um, so, it's, what is that? It's like half an hour. It's like an hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go to this one. I'll be I'll be very close to it at the time. But um, So, Miami is a six-point favorite. Could not tell you how. Uh, I think Louisiana Tech wins this game.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. I'm picking the upset. I think – I what was it? Three episodes ago I picked this game as my upset. Yeah. Two episodes ago. Yeah. Um you know, could Miami have gotten a worse matchup? I don't – probably. Well, I don't know, though. Do, to play, to play a team pretty much at their home stadium against a motivated group of five team that has nothing to lose and just wants to make a statement against you? Fair. I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, dog. Plus, it's a team that can score when Miami's offense has been inconsistent at, at best.
0: Dude, and Louisiana Tech's been good this year. People, I mean, they're a Conference USA team, so of course people aren't going to talk about it. They've been pretty good. Yeah, I'll
1: give you that. And, you know,
0: I just – They're putting up almost 450 yards a game. 450, I mean, their, their defense is pretty bad, but their offense is putting up almost 450 points a game. That's pretty cool.
1: It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. And, and then, you know, you have Jamar Smith. Uh, the quarterback for Louisiana Tech, man. I mean, he has almost three thousand yards passing and seven, and only four interceptions. Right. That's that's huge. That's that's great because you can't turn the ball over when you play a team like Miami. And if he protects the ball and they get this offense rolling, Miami cannot score very well. I mean, that they have games where they can score, but most of the time they're just so inconsistent. They turn the ball over. They don't play disciplined. They have a lot of penalties. You know, if Miami doesn't keep Louisiana Tech, keep this game below 24 points, it could be a serious problem for Miami because I don't think they have the offense to keep it up.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I definitely agree with you there. And I know that we're not doing gambling corner this week, or, well, we might do it this week. We're not doing it in this episode. But, yeah, I mean, if you guys do want to gamble, this is one of my, I'm pretty sure about this pick. Um, Miami, I mean, you. everyone's seen them. They haven't looked great this year the best they've looked all year uh, in my opinion was week zero against Florida when they kept, they, they, they lost Florida by four points. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's just been downhill since like this. Yeah. It's Miami team just is not the same. Um, I think Louisiana tech just, I think they went out right. Uh, if you want to play it safe, take the spread, but this Miami team is not good.
1: They were just so, lost to Duke. Yeah. And that To make it even worse, are on a two-game losing streak. A loss to Duke and a loss to Florida, Atlanta, a Florida International. Yeah, it's a little bit worse. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we talked about DJ Dallas after the Florida game saying he was going to have a breakout year. He only has 690 yards and eight touchdowns. He looked good in that Florida game, though. Yeah, he did. I'll give you that. But he's going to be – I think he's going to have to be electric because, you know, Miami's had a rotating door at quarterback – this kid is going to have to step up and make the run game go forever is back there quarterback cuz the quarterback cannot do it all on his own yeah. all, all on his own sorry and
0: also to my credit he's only carried the ball 115 times so i mean he's averaging almost 7 yards a carry that's pretty good uh, that's they just so don't they just they just don't give him the ball
1: i know i know he had like a midseason injury i believe but you know i, I get so they lost to georgia tech he got three carries in that game. Uh, not not great. And then in the two wins, so in their last five games, he had over ten carries three times. They won all those games by double uh, by double digits, except for Virginia, which a Virginia win by single digits. I'm taking. Yeah. I the agree. other the other games only carried the ball carried the ball less than ten times. They lost. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There, um, there is a there is a trend here, guys. Correlation. Give, give this guy the ball. Yeah, but
0: they they won't they won't give it to him. Uh, they're Miami. gonna try to, yeah they're gonna try to they're gonna try to pass the ball. Uh, and and uh, Jaron Williams is gonna throw like two interceptions, maybe a touchdown.
1: Probably. I, I think I, – I really – okay, I, this is going to be bold. I think Louisiana Tech wins by double digits. That
0: is pretty bold. Uh, I can see like a 10-point win, but I don't see much more than that. I think they win, but I think they kind of edge Miami out. Um, yeah,
1: I, I'll give you
0: that. Anyway, so let's go ahead and move on to our uh, last matchup of our pick six. Uh, we've, got the quick, <laughs> we've got the quick lane bowl. Um, I like that this one is only a sponsor. So <laughs> it's just – there's no actual name of this bowl. It's just the quick lane bowl. So um, that's going to be uh, Pitt, and they're playing Eastern Michigan. Uh, so that's yep. – that's
1: in, in Detroit. So, like, they got the crappy mashup too. Yeah. that's
0: But it's Eastern Michigan, so it's – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Pitt's not, like, a
1: super great team this year. Um, uh don't talk shout out to my shout out to our boy nick and the <laughs> and the and the pit panthers um get you know kenny pickett still has 10 touchdowns to nine interceptions yes that's not not great but he's, he has 2700 yards passing that's pretty good uh brandon what what did you say he has 2700 yards passing no 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 what's your, what's your theory about
0: these numbers uh, I, I like it. It's the James Winston numbers. It's
1: you know what? Guys, he, okay. He, he's thrown for 426 yards the past two games, right? Mm-hmm. One interception, no touchdowns. I'm not going to sit here and act like Pitt's offense is awesome. Their defense is Bro, really good. What was his QBR in the Virginia Tech game? The wide, I mean, that would be an absurd stat for me to know off the dome. A four.
0: <laughs> okay
1: well uh moving on um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's so disrespectful bro yeah it's not great clowning i don't clowning. know i got pit in this game i think Pitt wins. i do too i still have pit oh, i'm, I'm trash that. talking I'm, I'm messing with nick but um you know i both both of these teams are coming off pretty bad losses uh pit got pretty much blown out by boston college and <laughs> Eastern Michigan lost to Kent State. Ugh, that's, that's a tough look.
0: Look, they're in the MAC. Anything can happen. I get that, but they're six and six in the MAC. That's just not great. That's not good.
1: I mean, Pitt's biggest problem to me. Okay, I could be totally just wrong, but from what I can tell, Pitt's problem—they're putting up a lot of yards, man. They're putting up. 375 yards per game can't but score. they're only put but they're only putting up 20 points a game you have to find a way to finish jobs with touchdowns oh i know
0: and, and i've watched pit games and some of them are just un, are just insufferable because it's like the play calling to me just doesn't make sense um but they can't score mm-hmm. they, they can't i mean i want to know what their i want to know what their red zone percentage is because it can't be great trash
1: is what it is I mean, just uh, you see that this, this is when we need Nick on the podcast. Yeah, you'd <laughs> be like, you'd be like our, uh, our, our, percentages. <laughs> yeah. anyway. I mean, but you just, you ha there has to be, I-, I don't know what it is, what you have to do, but man, you-, you can't have all those yards and then just not put it in the end zone.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, that's definitely one of their downfalls of the season. that's the reason, I mean, that's probably the biggest reason they're seven to five right now. Um, you know, Pitt could have had a much better season. They're—I mean, they're, I'm telling you, their defense is pretty good, um, but uh,
1: their offense just can't capitalize when they need to. You want to know what's a good thing though? What's that? They have a perfect game to try. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. Eastern Michigan's defense is Gar, Yeah, like dude, 430 yards per game and over 30 points per game. Uh, not great. Dude, and they have a great offense. Eastern Michigan can put up some points and put up some yards, but dude, how th- this te- this defense has cost this team some games. They're six and six. There, there is definitely, if you look at their schedule, some games where if their defense played any lick of defense, they would have won. I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I-, I mean,
0: for instance, like the Toledo game. I mean, they played Toledo, yeah. went to overtime, lost thirty-seven to thirty-four. Uh, I mean, they put up 34 points. If you put up 34 points and lose, that's on your defense. That's just that's yep. going to be. Uh, I mean, anyway. So, uh, I mean, I've got Pitt winning. Uh, what, what's the spread here? Spread ten and a half. Ten and a half. And a half. Oh,
1: they probably don't cover. I, I have Pitt covering. They might. I think it's a ten-point game. That's the only reason I said that. Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll take ten points. I'll I, I, that. I have a 14, but, you know, 10 is very possible. That's, that, you see, these half points get you, man. The are 10 and a half. will do it. Give it to you. Ah, oh, man. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Pitt takes this one. I, I don't see Eastern Michigan beating Pitt. All right. So, let's go ahead and move on from pick six.
0: Uh, we've got our storyline of the day yet again. And my uh, storyline, a couple days late, but that's all right. We have the civil conflict, and it is all the way back. Everyone knows that UConn is moved, being moved out of the AAC. They weren't good enough to compete. And so they're out. They're no longer there. They got moved on down. And so I know what everyone was thinking because it's what I was thinking. Well, what's going to happen to the civil conflict? Well, fear not. A contract has been signed. UCF and UConn will be playing again in 2021. So right, hold your applause till the end. But i can't wait for it this this fake rivalry is one of the things that gets me through my day every single day It's beautiful <laughs> it's, uh, uh, what else can i say they capitalized the the i mean they capitalized the the uh c t and f l in civil conflict that's beautiful it's, just, it's poetry
1: uh, uh it's interesting Bars. I'll give it that
0: it's interesting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you don't
0: I, love the Civil Conflict.
1: It's it's chill. I mean, it's it's chill. I'll 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 say that.
0: <laughs> I listened to an interview with Blake Bortles the other day, which was obscure. Uh, I understand. I listened to an interview, um, and someone asked him about the Civil Conflict, and he goes, "The what?" Which is hilarious because he was there the first year the Civil Conflict was created. <laughs> he was there when they lost to the UConn, and then he was there the next year when they smacked UConn so he that's, just that's didn't amazing. know what it was he didn't know what it was so that's cool uh but right. it's back right. and it's back in a big way so everyone get ready i think zach's storyline is going to be a lot better than that
1: uh it, it bro this this is not to be just this okay like oh i wish we could cuss on this podcast <laughs> it's about to it's 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 about to be a something show uh because brandon if you just had to take one guess about what it is, like what, what's your shot in the dark? No idea. Uh, you didn't even give me a hint. <laughs> Conference realignment. Oh, yep. 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 Love it. Can't get enough injected into my veins. Okay. I spent an hour working all the logistics out on what should be the, the, the new, Conference for re- where we have where all five Power Five conferences have 14 teams. Wow. Oh, so you're moving teams up. Oh, yeah. We're moving teams up for sure. Okay. We're moving teams to different conferences. We, we go in the whole nine yards. So right. instead of sitting here and boring the living hell out of y'all by listing every <laughs> single team in every single conference, we're just going to highlight the teams that moved. Okay,
0: I'm in. I I haven't heard any of this, so this is about to be a surprise to me, too.
1: So in the SEC, we keep everyone the same but three teams. Uh Uh-oh. We put Clemson and Florida State in the East. Florida State? That beefs up the East. That keeps South Carolina-Clemson robbery, and that keeps Florida-Florida State robbery going. Okay, who's in the West? Right. The West – is we bring in Texas. Boo. Well, how? Okay. I want you to explain how that's a boo. Horns down. That's why. Okay. 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 But do you get the point? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get what I you're make, saying, but horns down. That's...
0: Horns down forever. They, there's, and they would never move out of the Big 12, by the way.
1: Ever. Well, okay. I, I know they wouldn't, but like, wouldn't would would this be amazing to watch?
0: Well, yeah, because we're both SEC guys. Like, we love the SEC. So, of course, we'd want to see all this happen. But, like, I don't think Clemson's moving out of the ACC, and I, I definitely don't think Florida State's moving out. And uh, it's just me being realistic, but I get what you're saying.
1: Oh, okay. It's, Whatever. In an, ideal,
0: in an ideal world, I, okay. In an ideal world? If we got everything we ever wanted, okay.
1: That, 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 this is what I'm saying, dude. This this list is just for you to be like, you know what? That sounds absolutely amazing. Like th- okay. this sounds like something I would watch.
0: Yeah, would every watch single it. week. Yeah, and I'd be, I'd have like a horns down T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Tattoo. I would get a horns down tattoo. Uh, uh, I need to make a tattoo bet. I don't know what it's going to be, but watch out for that episode. I'm gonna. If I don't know, if I lose, I get a horns down tattoo. I don't know what the bet is yet.
1: Like you're just gonna like randomly throw out like a yeah, bet? Yeah, it'll be on here. So just just check
0: out check that out.
1: Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, well, you don't have to get it. I'm gonna get it. You <laughs> said I don't care about you, dog. Like th- th- this is stupid. But um, <laughs> yeah, so the Pac-12 only two changes. So the Pac-12, you know, I just had to add teams because you know they the. the the, the Pac-12 is weak. Th- th- they don't have a lot of teams in there. So I added Boise State to the north division.
0: Okay, I like and that. And
1: then, B- then BYU to the south. like that a lot. Dude, okay, so hear me out. I think, per- just, just personally, I think that would work out for the Pac-12 because it would beef up their – the 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 perception of the Big Twelve. I mean, I mean the no, Pac Twelve. Sorry,
0: I know what you're saying. I mean, you add those two. I mean, those are two. I mean, Boise State's obviously like a newer, like a newer power. Um, BYU's like one of those classic teams. So yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I it's so hard though because like you don't want to move anyone out, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's definitely, definitely, definitely it'd be, tough.
0: It would be tough out here.
1: Yeah. Um, ACC is where we had some significant movement.
0: Yeah. It sounds like you just demolished the ACC.
1: Yeah. So we're going to add West Virginia to the Atlantic. Ooh. Appalachian State to the Atlantic. Okay. And Memphis to the Atlantic.
0: I like all those moves. Okay.
1: I mean, dude, do you that? I I think that's, I don't understand how West Virginia is in the, the, the Big 12.
0: No, it's never made sense to me because they're just – the Big 12 is basically like the Texas League, like the Texas and Oklahoma League, and I get Kansas's in there and Iowa State's in there, but do they deserve to be? Uh, And then West Virginia, they don't deserve to be.
1: Come on. No, definitely not. Okay, so to be fair, I have one of the conference – One of the conferences that I'm presenting had to have a team that's a little out of region, but it's just because it's a team that deserved to be moved up. But it was just like it didn't fit where it belonged. And we'll we'll go there now. This is the Big 12, and this is the conference that had the most switch up. Can't wait. Because as y'all know, we've heard Texas is moving. We've heard West Virginia is moving. Plus, we had to get them to 14 teams. I have Arkansas moving to the Big 12. (laughs) (laughs) Dog, the the Arkansas would do would be a middle of the road team in the Big 12. They'll always finish last in the SEC. That's
0: fair. That's okay. okay. I get that.
1: This this is going to be wild. This is about to blow y'all's <laughs> mind. I have I have Iowa moving to the Big 12. Don't hate it. I don't hate it. Because Iowa State's already there. That keeps that robbery that that's regionally that makes sport sense. And then I have Nebraska moving to the Big 12. Move them back. I, I like that. Yeah. I have SMU joining the Big Twelve. Oh, I also really like that. I have Houston moving back into the Big Twelve. Oh, I like that a lot. And then this is my one, just random one. It had to go here. I have Cincinnati going to the Big Twelve. Ooh, okay. it's not too far. It's not too far, but it what they wouldn't fit in the SC in the ACC where I wanted to put them. Right. So we're going like the I, Big Ten. You couldn't fit them in the Big Ten. Well, I had some. I had two. I had three other teams I've added to the Big Ten that had to be there because they, they they would be less of a fit in the Big Twelve.
0: One of the things I would have liked to see with your realignment was putting Colorado back in the Big Twelve.
1: But other than mm. that, that's, that's my only critique. Well, 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 the only well, okay. So who are you? So if you take them out of the Pac twelve, who are you replacing them with?
0: Who am I putting in the Pac twelve?
1: Yeah, Hawaii. I like that, but that's such a long travel, bro. I don't care what conference Hawaii, is in, bro. Like that's a that's a mean flight. Yeah, but that's a Hawaii trip every year.
0: That's 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 like true. A perk.
1: I also like consider doing Air Force or Hawaii or maybe even like San Diego ah, Air State. Force.
0: Oh, San Diego State would be good. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I thought about it, but finally we got the Big Ten. The oh, there's only three changes. I have Boston College going to the East Ooh. from the ACC. Okay. Then I have Syracuse going to the West. Just, then here's the, here's the big one. Notre Dame is going into the West division uh, of just, the Big Ten. Yeah,
0: you ruined it for me. You ruined it. How?
1: How? Okay, so hear me out. So the argument for the Big Ten is always that it's a tough East because you have Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and Michigan State, right? Right. You add Boston College, which will always be a mid-tier. That will never be just a walk-over-me walk game. then in the west up until this year all you had was wisconsin now you have wisconsin minnesota's on the rise illinois played pretty well this year and now you add notre dame
0: yeah but that's like i'm going back to like the reality of it thing and and i I guess i need to step away from that but um okay i mean i mean i would like to see it they're basically i mean well they're not they don't really play a big 10 schedule but I mean, they do play, you know, some teams in the Big Ten um, every year. I don't know. I mean, it'll be fun to see, I guess. Like, it's fun to see Notre Dame, Ohio State every year, I guess.
1: Uh, okay, so here's my thing about it. I know no one's <laughs> gonna. I know the the people we have listening to this podcast will appreciate the work I put in. Instead of Blade does not care. I think this. I think this adds some more competitiveness to each conference. I mean. If you look at the Pac-12 realignment, the South's always strong. You got Utah, USC, UCLA, Arizona State's never a bomb, and BYU was also never a bomb. The South gets real strong in the Pac-12. Yeah. Then in the North, you have Oregon, Washington, both strong teams. Washington State and Stanford are pretty good most years, and then you add Boise State. Yeah. I don't. I think the argument about the Pac-12 being an easy conference goes right out the window.
0: It, it gets strengthened a little bit. I don't know if it goes out the window, but it, it definitely is okay.
1: strengthened. You can't say it's a cupcake anymore. No, it's not a, I don't think it's a cupcake now necessarily. Well, I, you know the people I'm talking about, the people who don't pay attention to football. And then you look at the ACC where Clemson just dominates. You know, It's hard to change up the Coastal because I think all those teams should be there. I didn't make any changes to the Coastal division.
0: I also like that you just definitely made uh, the SEC the hardest division by far.
1: No, okay. So the SEC was mainly rivals. And out of all the schools that are in, I I kept Kentucky in because of basketball, of course. Like, I'm not just thinking just football. Kentucky's got to stay in. You you kick Vandy? You kick Vandy. I did kick Vandy out.
0: But what about baseball?
1: Oh, that's tough. That is tough. really good at
0: baseball. But if we're just looking at football, if we're just looking at football.
1: Yeah. So, but. Well, I'll name the teams in the SEC now. It's Clemson, South Carolina, Florida, Florida State, Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, and the East. All of those are at least really good at one sport or more than one. Who else did you kick from the SEC? You kicked Arkansas and Bandy. Uh be I, one kicked, more? I Um Who else did I kick out? Dang. This is tough. This is this is bad. This, radio. Is, this is tough. Like you called <laughs> me out and I was not sure. No. You put three uh, new teams in. Yeah, so I kicked out Kentucky and Vandy from the east. Oh, okay. and then Arkansas from the west. Okay, okay. I got you. Right? Yeah. You just said you kept Kentucky said, in, though, didn't you? I did, didn't I? Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, Dang. six, seven. There's seven teams. Oh, there's who in seven. the hell else is in the SEC oh, east, bro? Oh, what's happening? I messed that up. Um, who did yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, like you you totally messed me up now cuz like I don't know who I left off the list.
0: I've I've kind of ruined Zach's day. Uh we'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, you
1: did. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, I know what I did now. Okay, so dude, that that makes your argument even better, bro. Here we I go. can move I can move Florida State back to the ACC cuz I just forgot to put Georgia in. Like Georgia's <laughs> just not in a <laughs> <laughs> You know what actually? Dude, okay. So hear me out. No. If no. no, 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 no. Hear me out. If Georgia moved to the ACC, bro. Okay. That would uh, give that that would give the ACC another contender. Because okay. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> Like, I can't believe I left off Georgia for I hate Georgia so much though. Like, I'm not surprised because like I wish Georgia would just disappear. <laughs>
0: that was like a fun five minutes of just us of you scrambling <laughs> and me just laughing at you being just,
1: like <gasps> Bro, do you know how do you know how hard it is to realign the <laughs> five conferences that all need 14 teams? To me, it sounds like you had a lot of downtime. No, nah, dog. I real deal was doing this, but I definitely should have been doing other stuff. That's a total of 70 teams I had to rearrange in terms of talent and location.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Zach, we all, we all appreciate your hard work and everything that you do for this podcast.
1: Dang. <laughs> I can't wait for this next debate though. This uh, is gonna be fun. I
0: don't even know this is gonna be a debate. So we've got our uh, we've got our first team all decade segment coming up now. Um, and on this episode, we have moved on. Last episode we did quarterbacks and defensive ends. This episode we have running backs and uh, defensive tackles. So two, I mean, you know, if if a quarterback is the most important position on the offense and the defensive end. The most well, not well, probably the most sought after position um, on the defense, then running back and defensive tackle probably close second. So, we've got our uh, top players from the 2010s, and we're gonna give them to you right now. What, which one do you start with, running backs or uh, tackles? uh
1: let's go do, let's go defensive tackle because we started with running backs last I'm, time.
0: Okay. I mean, so, we started
1: with offense last time. Sorry. Also,
0: disclaimer: Zach and I do not talk about this beforehand. We like the debate to be true. So, uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off. I, and I don't think that there was really any other option. I understand some people may have been close, but to me, I mean, this guy might be the—I mean—one of the best at his position of all time. I've got Aaron Donald.
1: Oh, whoa! We do differ. Woo! Aaron Donald. We do differ. Aaron Holy Donald. crap! No, I'm telling you, I'm he was I, I thought my pick was just like a shoe in. Like I was like, no way, Brandon picked someone else. You forgot about him. You you forgot about Aaron Donald. <laughs> I didn't forget about him, but like I
0: didn't. Uh, I think he's had be a better fair, NFL career. Yeah. To be fair, he played from 2010 to 2013 in the NCAA. He played for Pitt. He played for that's fine. Four years,
1: I, so. I'm cool with that. Um, uh, ah, God. Now, now I'm, I'm curious. So, okay. I have Nadaban no we Sue.
0: Oh, how what? How did I forget about oh wow. I don't even I don't
1: even think it's a debate.
0: Uh I might uh, I don't want to have to give it to you right now, but I think I might have to. We're still gonna dude. put this one, we're still gonna put this one to a vote, but dude, uh, you're because you're right. Aaron Donald, he had a great uh collegiate career, but his pro career has far outshined that. Like far outshine that. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I mean for sure. I mean, I I just I think the Davicansu was just he was a once in a lifetime player
0: in college. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I don't. I I think he was pretty good, and uh, you know, he was good for the Lions. Now after he left the Lions, it, it was tough. Well, he got old, bro. Like, come on,
0: he's not that old. When he play in college,
1: uh, I mean, what he play? He started. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I'm a f- – okay. I cannot oh, believe okay. you came unprepared, Zach. I, see, you no. no okay. I, I'm about to out myself right now. Are you ready? Go ahead. The Dominicus is <laughs> he stopped playing in 0-9, bro. He's not even valid yeah,
0: in this well, debate.
1: So it's going to be Aaron Donald for me because Aaron Donald is going to be second or third I, for me. I, so
0: I knew there was a reason I didn't pick him. I knew there was. Yeah, but you didn't know why you didn't pick. Him. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, I was like, I was like, because I was I was sitting here like, who's played in the 2010s, and I had like a whole list, and and Sue wasn't even on it. That's why I was sitting here like, what in the world? And I didn't realize he played in 09. To be fair, but like, when I'm like, I'm over here doing research about about defensive tackles in the 2010s, and he doesn't ever show up. That's the thing. So, yeah. I was like, well, I was like, how is he not on anything?
1: Yeah, so Aaron Donald, we don't. Aaron Donald wins this. I mean, we I, we don't have to put it to a vote because he was second nine. Yeah, so that's. I mean, dude, he had almost thirty sacks as a defensive tackle.
0: As a yeah, that's insane, right? I mean, in 2013, he led the NCAA in tackles for loss. He had 29 in 2013 alone. <laughs> in I mean, it, it's just insane. Like his career stats here. I mean, he had the number one amount of forced fumbles in the ACC in 2013. Um what even awards did he win? He won uh, he won the Nagurski Trophy in 2013, uh, the Benaric Trophy in 2013. Uh, he was an All-American in 2013. These are all in 2013. Vince Lombardi Trophy and John Altman Trophy. I mean, and that's – and I know that we're only looking at uh, college football, but his NFL career has been unmatched. Right, this is – he, he is one of – if not the greatest defensive tackle in the history of the NFL. He is. A great oh yeah. I uh,
1: I was I would say it's not even it might not even be a debate. Right. Um, I mean, just his sacks.
0: Dude, he was he had the he had 11 sacks in 2011 alone and that's as a sophomore.
1: That's I mean, crazy. He
0: had 11 again in 2013 as a senior, but I mean, like you said, 29 and a half career sacks. Just insane player. So he is taking the defensive tackle spot uh, this makes me a little bit worried about running back because we were, we were talking beforehand. We didn't say who we had, um, but we were like, yeah, we probably have the same defensive tackle. And then we're like, yeah, I think we have the same running back, too. So we might not. So, uh, Zach, hit, hit us with yours because I went first this last time.
1: Oh, this is going to make you so mad because, like, I gave you so much crap. I have Jonathan Taylor. What? Yeah. As the number one. What?
0: Bro, have you seen this kid's stats? Oh, this is absurd. Oh, uh-oh. Um, okay. Oh, I don't even know where to go from here. Yes, I've seen his stats. <laughs> he said, dog. Well, one the, hit kid had- that gave me. the one hit Zach gave me was he said, because we, we had our top three, and our both of our number threes was were, were Christian McCaffrey. Um, yeah man. My brain's jumbled. You just put my brain in a pretzel. Um, Bro. Jonathan Taylor has run. He said his first and second were from the same Big Ten school. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, who's the second one? I was like, I don't think we have the same Um, one. He goes, oh, we might. There's a smaller one. You're talking about Melvin Gordon was the smaller one? (laughs) No.
1: Monty Ball. Okay. But Melvin Gordon, come on. Yeah, Melvin Gordon was, like, up there too. But, dude, Jonathan Taylor has had rush for over 6,000 yards. And 50 yeah. touchdowns. Fair point. And he's not even done this year. And he might come back. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go
0: ahead and give mine to, uh, to Saquon Barkley.
1: I, I, I'm, not mad, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. How many four, years did he play? Three. Okay, well, Jonathan Taylor uh, has 50 and still has a bowl game. He didn't,
0: even, he didn't even play every game his freshman year, so that's kind of yeah.
1: Okay, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, okay, that's fair because uh, if Jonathan Taylor doesn't come back, they'll have three years apiece.
0: Yeah, so I mean, both of these are good choices. I look, and I love Jonathan Taylor. Don't get me wrong. It just it it got me it sh- it had me shook. I'll put it that way because <laughs> I just I didn't I didn't see it coming. I honestly didn't. How many touchdowns does Jonathan Taylor have this year so far?
1: 21.
0: Dude, that's insane because Saquon had 18 his
1: uh, sophomore and junior season. Dude, so last already? year, dude, so his freshman year, true freshman year, he had t- 1,977 yards, so almost 2,000 yards, 13 touchdowns. His yeah. sophomore year had 2,200 yards and 16 touchdowns. Right. And then this year, he is at 1,900. 21 touchdowns with a game left.
0: See Saquon did 1902 seasons in a row, uh, his sophomore and junior year. But it, it, I don't know. Watching Saquon Barkley play in college was just something different to me. Like it, it he was a stud. Right. It, it just it watching him play college ball was like wow. That's insane. It, it seemed insane. Like my top three, if I had to give it to it, and I, I don't know. I. I didn't even think about Jonathan Taylor when I was making this list somehow, but I had uh, number three was Christian McCaffrey. Number two was Zeke. And then uh, I had Saquon at one.
1: Yeah. I had Jonathan Taylor at one, Monty Ball at two, Christian McCaffrey at three. And then I had Zeke at four is like an honorable mention.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So we'll put this up on the, uh, on, I guess the Instagram and the Facebook, um, for you guys to vote on, uh, give it a vote. And I guess we'll see who gets onto the blue bloods, uh, uh, all decade team, so I think they're both good choices. So, um, I mean, all four of our cho- well, <laughs> all three of our choices. Yeah, because no you, picked, you picked a guy who was drafted no nine.
1: Yeah, it was not a good day for the Antelucan guy.
0: Yeah, Zach had a little bit of a slip, um, but that is our hey, episode.
1: It's it, fun. It, it's finals week up here in Kansas, and today <laughs> it was a crisp six degrees when I left the house. So oh, I'm Chris. giving myself an excuse. <laughs>
0: okay. All right, I feel that all right, but well, that's our episode today. Um, thanks for listening again as always. Uh, leave us a review uh, keep listening you know follow us on social media do we'll do what you need to do. You have to be following us to be able to vote on these polls. Uh, Zach, hit us with the Instagram and the Facebook real quick that way they know where to vote
1: um, yeah, so Instagram it is at the underscore blue bloods um and on facebook it is at the blue bloods pod go follow us go vote on these and very very important polls make your voice heard go make your voice heard reviewing the podcast shout out to you guys for keeping that five-star review going you guys are the best listeners out there and we got a lot of stuff coming for y'all
0: yeah a lot of stuff a lot of stuff in the uh, in the works. so uh watch out for that uh i think we have another episode coming out tomorrow uh Bowl games start tomorrow, so make sure you tune into those. Watch what you need to do. Uh, I, look, I understand a lot of you have to work today. Uh, doesn't seem right. I have to work. To, I have to work today, so that's that's great for me. Um, but I, I'm off by the time the bowl games are on, so that's good for me. Uh, make sure you tune into. The, I think Buffalo game is at Buffalo. Charlotte's at one, I think. Anyway, uh, tune into it. Keep up with the games. Keep up with us, and we are out.
1: I want to hear the most dad joke ever go ahead we said I was itching for it i was like good thing the first bowl games to cure bowl Bruh. <laughs>